How come you're always helping everybody and getting paid back for well? That's the way I am, you know. I'm a little hard-headed. They say, Dusty Rhodes, how come you don't look like Ric Flair and have all them muscles and pretty body? Well, I like the nightlife just a little bit better than I like the damn gym, Jack. You understand? As long as I can get out and do it better than anybody, and as long as I make more money per night than any athlete in this country, and as long as I make a half a million dollars a year, I don't really give a damn what they think out there. Can you dig that? I hope you can. I hope you can. I hope you can. Lord, I hope you can. Welcome to the Barack Obama approved world's greatest podcast, Hyphen Nation. I am your host, B Hyphen, aka Kellen Conlon. You know how long it's taken me. You know how long it's taken me to say B Hyphen as your host on this podcast. I've come an absolute long way, a very long way to be here with y'all because y'all matter to me, because y'all are the best fans in the world, the best listeners in the world. And I couldn't ask for anything else. And I am so glad to be back in the host chair for the Barack Obama Approved World's Greatest Podcast. How's everybody doing today? And no, I'm not drunk. I'm sipping a little something, something, but I'm not drunk. No, not at all. I got responsibilities, man. I am three days my 40th birthday by the time you hear this it will actually be my 40th birthday it's coming out on my 40th birthday happy 40th birthday to me clap it up one time for hyp yes thank thank you very much uh how do i feel be 40 it doesn't bother me right now um you may want to ask me in a later dates <laughs> but right now i'm good the next self-care episode will be like being 40 the the sad years uh, who knows who knows but i'm so glad to be back and of course, of course, if we're going to do an episode of Hyphenation, if you're going to get the founding flagship podcast, the Hyphen Podcast Group, Hyphen Podcast Group, group I messed it up, hyphenpodcastgroup.com, by the way. If you're going to listen to the flagship, the standard bearer, okay, not really, because honestly, Rasslecast is is a hell of a podcast. New episode just came out this past Monday. I should be on the next one. Shout out to the whole crew, Cat, Nav, uh, Handsome Bane, and Showing Mad Love, uh, Mark Rob, of course, and, and shout out to Grog holding me down while I was winning trivia with my wife. Shout out to Angel. Uh, also, we should do this again sometime. Is a highly produced, highly favored podcast. Also, uh, Melisette's podcast, uh, A Frightful Fret. I know she's um she has some plans coming soon so be on the lookout for that i'm really interested to see where that goes but hyphen podcast group man we ain't peaked yet I, I may have said that on a song that's out now which i'll talk about in a second anyway morgantown weather reports currently it is 53 degrees outside clear feels like 52 on january 19th can you believe that can you believe that tonight rain and snow though <laughs> rain and snow so got some rain coming about eight to nine then 1 a.m we got snow turning to or sorry rain turning to snow around 4 a.m i heard on the radio we might get one to two inches so by the time you hear this i may have had snow here in morgantown for the first time since the freeze out but that's your morgantown weather report brought to you by truly watermelon lemonade and other natural flavors also back on low carb i'm feeling good i can't get my levels right guys um i am bursting through the mic right now so i apologize about that i turned myself back down i missed y'all i really did and you know it's my fault but also i did as per usual, I've done a lot of growing in the past few years, and we're going to talk about that real quick. But, 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 
R.I.P. the Jay Briscoe. Uh, he was in a horrible car accident, him and some of his family members. Last I heard, his family members were in critical condition. He passed away one half of the um, one half of the Briscoes, world-renowned independent tag team champions. Uh, have some great, great material out there in Ring of Honor if you want to find it. Also, they, they've been on Impact. Uh, you, you look up a Briscoes match and you're guaranteed to be satisfied. I don't always agree with some of the comments they made in the past, but I also feel like they were growing as people and trying to do better from that. Last I checked, Cat will fat check, fat, fat check me. She can fat check me too, because uh, <laughs> back on low carb, leave me alone. But Cat will fact check me on that to let me know. But it's always sad when someone goes uh, via, via, via tragedy. So RIP to Jay Briscoe, man. Definitely want to get that in there because we're not going to get to do it until next week's WrestleCast, which isn't recording until next Friday. Yeah, so I wanted, I wanted to lead things off with that. Speaking of WrestleCast, though, we are back for the back half of Season 3. Well, Handsome Bane is back and Mark Robb's back. And I'll be back this Friday, this coming Friday. Yeah, well, yeah, yeah. you'll hear this on the 22nd. And then this coming Friday after that, I will be back in the saddle with the homies, man. It'll be always, it's real good to get back with them. Clicking on all cylinders, man. The road to WrestleMania is coming up. We're still trying to impress Mark Robb. <laughs> Sasha's in New, New Japan now. Anything can happen on the WrestleCast, so please take the time to check that out and subscribe if you're not already. Also, I want to announce that um, my, my newsletter is available. It's called It's Not Going to Write Itself. It is available at b-substack.com. You can find that on my website, hyphenuniverse.com as well. I try to write regularly, pretty regularly. I'm not going to say weekly yet, but I try to every couple weeks to put something up. And that is my newsletter. So if you would subscribe to that, that would be very dope. I have a Patreon open. That is patreon.com slash hyphenuniverse. And yes, that means it's time for our first um, podcasting 101 event because I want to make sure that I get that want to make sure I get that correct. Of course, I'm over here clicking on everything, but I want to make sure I get that right because I want to send you all the right place. If you feel so inclined to uh, to check a brother out, uh, please do so. Oh, come on. Okay, that may, okay maybe it's just patreon.com slash be hyphen. This, this is why we checked. It might be patreon.com slash be hyphen. I want to make sure. Okay, so patreon.com slash be hyphen there it is yeah hyphen universe creating music podcasts videos and writing i uh, got the dollar hyphen club you can do a dollar a month you can do the jason kid special which is five dollars a month and the perfect hyphen ten ten dollars a month and then there's even a real special tier which is like a hundred dollars not a month it should be a one-time thing i don't want a hundred dollars a month i'll fix that but yeah if you want to support a brother who's out here creating music and podcasts and all those things please feel free to go to patreon hyphenuniverse.com is rolling along nicely. All my links are on there. I I got I got plans, man. Dope is coming back uh on the 23rd. So the day you hear this, it'll be back on the 23rd. I plan to only take a break to the 9th. And to be honest, I've just been lazy and been making excuses. Dope will return to your short form media, aka YouTube and Reels and TikTok here soon. And I appreciate all the support I've been getting on that. And last but not least, I got a new song that is out right now. It is called it's called Since SYU, which stands for Since Soon You Understand. It is um, essentially chronicling my journey from 2014's debut album of mine, Soon You Understand, up until now. And I did a similar song called Since Thunderstorm way back in 2007 on the Thunderstorm mixtape. Nope, on the Mine's Mixtape Volume 3. So if you want to take the time, to check that out, I will greatly appreciate it. It will mean a ton to me. It'd be really cool. So, without further ado, I mean, I mean, I guess the only thing left to say in the intro would be after the output we had last year, I gotta say, I had last year, I have to say, I was really proud of the episodes. I was trying to find a format that I was happy with that no offense Mark Robb did not rely so heavily on Mark Robb or anything like that where I could really come in and slice and dice and 
give y'all quality episode while getting video content. I'm still uploading that content today. So video wise. And I really think the the music format as as far as the main structure has really worked well for me. And I'm gonna be talking about a little bit of music on this pod. Got so I got a, I wrote down in my notes, few reviews and quality, which I'll talk about here in a second. But I realized that getting out of the structure of making sure the podcast is weekly really one made me appreciate doing the podcast on a more regular basis. But then also there were there was times when I'd, I'd sit down. It was pretty much once a month I was doing a pod. There was a few months I missed, but it was like once a month I did a pod, and I'd sit down, and the episode with Mark and George at the beginning, Marcus and George at the beginning of the year doesn't count because we did that in twenty twenty two. Sorry, twenty twenty one. We would sit down on a pod, and you know, it, and or not even we. I'd sit down on the pod, and you know, I'd have my topics, and I, I'd be sitting here, and some shows would roll out just very they were just smooth sailing and other shows there would be difficulties there's just and it was I was out of practice I I feel like I just didn't feel like I had my best my best show every single time and I know not every show is going to be the best show every time but in years past if you've been with me for all 203 of these episodes god bless you first and foremost um you know, I've done the podcast, the state of the podcast address and things like that. And be like, oh, this year, this year on hyphenation. But then I didn't do that last year. And then in 2021, I kind of did it a little bit, but I didn't really make it a, make it a big deal. And I just kind of let the, but let the episodes lie where they were going to lie. But this year, my plan, one of my goals for 2022, 2023, I apologize, is I really want to have a weekly podcast again. And I love Rasslecast. I love what we do over there, but we take breaks. That's intentional because we are recording schedules with our families. We try to record every other week and we try to bring y'all bi-weekly content at this point, which works, which works for y'all. Get gives some time to happen. Things happen in wrestling, even though we're not a wrestling news podcast. But then also, you know, it, it keeps things fresh, you know, but with this pod, I really missed the 2019 era of the pod. And doing knowing that I had to get a pod out weekly, I'm not going to go up to two week to a week. I I really don't have the time. That's not to say who knows. I don't bust out two in a week if Lord willing. Let's say it like that. But the goal is to come back weekly, starting with this episode. And try to hit y'all every Sunday. If something comes up, I will, of course, let y'all know. But Hyphen Nation is coming back weekly. Hell yeah, that's the plan. That's the plan. Now, I may say this, and the next time you hear my voice, it'll be December of 2023. And I'm like, I don't know what the hell happened. I don't know. But that's not my plan. My plan is to come back strong, 2023, get Hyphen get Nation back going where it's supposed to be, get the music back churning out because if you listen to the song it's pretty much me announcing I, i'm done worrying about everything else i've done my, my reps and everything i've been in the been in the rejuvenation tank so to speak to to get better and, and i'm ready to to start releasing music i want to be if i want to write i'm gonna write if i want to uh I, of course i got rassle cast again with, with handsome main and mark rob 2023 is about productivity while still taking care of myself. So I'm always going to be listening to my body and being aware of what's going on in my surroundings and making sure that I'm doing what is necessary in order for me to bring the best pod possible to you. But with that said, the Sunday date gives me essentially, like it's Thursday today. This pod will come out on the 22nd, like I said. I have until next Sunday to record the pod. And that that works for me. I can handle being a Sunday pod that gives me plenty of time Plenty, 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 like I said, plenty of time to sit down and record a good pod, give y'all a good hour and and we'll go from there, man. And, and that, that's all I'm giving y'all. Y'all, y'all will get weekly episodes this year. I'm going to try my best and I'll let y'all know if anything comes up. So hearing that, if you want to hit the subscribe button, if you haven't subscribed in a while because of how periodic I post these, or if you want to go on Apple music, nope, Apple podcasts and on Spotify and give me five stars or Give us a review, me a review. <laughs> that would be great. That would be absolutely great. Also, 
one more thing I want to plug. Oh my God, Hyphen, you're just trying to get all our money this year. You're damn right I want to get all your money. No, <laughs> hold on one sec. Yeah, anyway, I, I, I do want to make y'all buy merch, <laughs> buy stuff. Yes, yes I do. I, I want to quit my day job. <laughs> so if you go to tpublic.com slash, uh, hold on, let me go to the right link here. It's tpublic.com slash user slash hyphen dash universe. You can see all the t-shirts up. I got two hyphenation shirts. Uh, I got a hyphen podcast group shirt, um, friendly neighborhood rom spitter shirt, a couple Rasselcast exclusives and the Rasselcast logo shirt. So yeah, go check them out. They're all 22 bucks. Why not? Why not let it fly? Shout out to Chris Smoove, man. Huh. <sighs> all right. So, so my, 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 uh, my show notes here say I'm going to do a few reviews. I'm not doing Midnight's yet. I got to re-listen to it. I really like Midnight's a lot. I really did. And I, I think it's a 9 out of 10. But I want to talk more about Midnight's after I re-listen to it. So I have to re-listen to it, okay? But we can talk about a couple other things that came out. So first topic. Yes, sir. All right. I'm just going to do some reviews. Some, just some reviews. Real life reviews. So. First off, I want to start off with my with my main man. Not my main man. I'm, I'm not a mob Rashad. He's Handsome Bane's main man. Novelist. He dropped an EP called the Vegabond EP. And I think that was in November he dropped that. And I, I've i listened to him rap before. And, I, and I've heard of Clear Soul Forces clearly. He, if you haven't, he used to be in a group, maybe still is, in a group called Clear Soul Forces. Can rap his tail off. And one thing I love about Nav, man, I was listening to the pod last week, edited in Rasselcast, and his voice, he, he's got a great voice, man. He, his voice is 20 out of 10. Great, great voice. But Nav, Nav is, is just such, such a great rapper. No, he's such a great MC. And his, his lyrics are really thoughtful, and they're clever, and they're funny. But at the same time, they, they've really, if you like lyricists, novelist is the do for you so i checked out his vagabond ep and i gave it an 8.5 out of 10 i really absolutely love that project um let me run over to spotify real quick and see what i liked off of that because i know i'm going to need it for something else here that i'm going to talk about so yeah vagabond is is so such a good album man um oh here we go What's I, I can't spell though. There it is, vagabond. Um, so let's see what I liked off here. I I liked a lot of these songs. Um, can I search my library here? Let, let me do this. It's not showing me my like. I like the whole album, yes, but I really would like you to show me my like songs. And let's go back in time, back in time. Oh, 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 there it is, the garden. Vagabond, Fear of a Black Mermaid. Fear of a Black Mermaid is so good. It's so good. Cheryl, so good. Infinite Paint. I can't even say this one. The Tale of Zatochi. Zatochi continues. I'm sorry. I'm, I'm not going to apologize. I don't have exposure to anime like that. So if it's anime reference, I, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Other than Dragon Ball Z. I'm sorry for letting you down. But that song's dope. And then Dragons. It's a nine-song EP, I believe. Let me double-check that. It is a seven-song EP. And out of those seven songs, I like six of them. And and when I like something, it means I want Spotify to bring that up and play it again. And the, the Garden's a really good song, too. That's the intro of the album. This whole EP is very good. So if you're looking for some indie raps from, from my man... And your man and handsome Bane's real friend in real life and um and heroes real friend in real life. Shout out to the Swordcast. Make sure you subscribe to that. Check them out. And also in 2023, I'm not hating anymore. Not that I ever hated the Swordcast, but who cares? If I like something, go check it out. It's dope. Have you maybe heard that somewhere else? Go check out that uh go check out his EP, man. Shout out to Novelist. Great job, brother. And I love your work, and I'm so glad I get to work with you on the Rasslecast, and and now we're we're cool now, uh, super super cool on my for me. 
So next, uh, let's see. I guess. I guess we'll have to talk about this. I don't know if y'all remember. <laughs> I don't know if y'all remember. Hold up. Hold up. Let me let me roll it back. Let me roll it back. I, I got all over the I'm all over the place with this one. Drake and 21 Savage. Her loss. It's a seven out of ten for me. I I enjoyed it. I I'm I'm a, I enjoy 21 Savage. Am I gonna go out and seek out his library now? where I will be bumping off his music constantly? Probably not. But if I hear a song, I, I respect his, I respect him a lot. I, I like 21 a lot. Uh, very impressive on this album. Again, I don't even have to say again, this is my true first exposure to 21 outside of a guest feature. So I I actually really did like the album. With that said, I, I, the, I, the songs I want to recommend to you, uh, let me take a quick peek here. See what I liked on here. Uh, let's just look, let's just bring it up. I already messed up the thing anyway. Um, all right, Rich Flex, dope. Uh, of course, I mean that one hits. But then we'll talk about that. He Drake just dropped a, a video for Jumbotron shit popping, and I'm trying not to cuss, but that's a song title. It's fine. It was fine. Um. 3 a.m. on Glenwood. Woo! That's 21 Savage's solo, one of his solos, and he burns that thing down. I Everybody thought when they saw the title it was going to be a Drake song, other than people who knew what Glenwood was, which isn't me. I don't know where the hell Glenwood is. And I still don't know where Glenwood is, but apparently it's a really rough area. But 21 tears that down. So if I have to say my favorite 21 Savage song, I'm going to say 3 a.m. on Glenwood. Also, big shout out to, I guess it's Fuck Me by Drake. That is the album Closer, I believe. Let me double check that. Uh, Yeah, it's the album Closer, and that one really worked for me. I, I was very pleased with that. But if there's one thing that Drake can still do right that will have me on repeat no matter what and all the likes, re run that back. Years to come, bumping it. Middle of the ocean. Middle of the ocean. woo Now, now, I don't condone his shots at Megan, and I don't condone his shots at Serena. That, that, that whole thing is garbage to me. It's completely, completely pointless to me. Like, like why, Drake? Why? And I, and I know why. Because he comes from the um, the the Kanye school of say some wild stuff before the album comes out, get more attention on the album, get more people to spend the to hit to uh, give them streams, blah blah blah. But but no, I, I don't agree with that whatsoever. So yeah, I I didn't care for that. Now I have to say I'm not a good enough person to be like, oh, well, that well, I, I heard that, and I'm not going to listen to the album, you know, blah, 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 blah. I'm not that guy. I, I'm not, and and I'm sorry. Um, I, I have absolved myself of Kanye West, and I no longer do business with him musically, and a lot of people don't anyway. <laughs> but he'll be back. He'll be back soon enough. He will have new music out and everybody will be forgetting about all the horrible things he did in 2022. Just be glad he has new music. Oh, Kanye, we love you, blah, blah, blah. And then he's going to do it again. Thus is the cycle of Kanye West. <sighs> what can you do? But um, yeah, I, I, I'm not giving up Drizzy anytime soon <laughs> and not listening to, to the project. So he dropped two projects last year. I don't remember what I gave. Honestly, never mind. Honestly, I was surprised after that first song because I, I messaged George and Mark Robin. I was like, I hate this album already. This first song's awful. But then it got real better real quick. And I know that's not good language. But that's what happened. Honest to God. I, I, I seen it. I seen it. But Middle of the Ocean, Drake just going bar crazy over a dope beat the whole way through. What what more 
could I ask for? Seriously. And I'm not trying to get copyright strike, even though I'm letting this run. I'm trying to figure out who produced this joint, even though I have it right here in front of me. Use your tools, you big dummy. All right. Tell me the credit. Oh, produced by OZ, Nick D, Noel Cadastre, Suki, Sukuki, and Loof. Okay. That that's fine. But yeah, he 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 totally rips it. That that I I needed that one. I needed that one. That that one was from was for me. That one was for me, man. So so I I enjoyed her loss. I have not revisited it. I um did like it a lot, enough to give it a seven ten, but only four memorable joints on there that I, I really wanted to come back to. And the last thing I gotta say, I don't need to spend a lot of time on this one. I really don't because there is multiple episodes out there where I've talked about how amazing this man's renaissance has been since he linked up with Hit Boy. On November 11th, Nas dropped King's Disease 3 and oh my God. Oh my God. If you haven't listened to King's Disease 3, do you even like music? Did I sound like Ross Geller? Because I wasn't trying to. Ooh! KD3, 10 out of 10. 10 out of 10. 10 out of 10. I may like it better than King's Disease 2. And I love King's Disease 2. King's Disease 1 was really good. King's Disease 2 was perfect. Damn near, I feel like. And this is, this is, if they don't make another one, this, this is it. This is it. If they start to get worse from here, if they do KD4 next year or this year, and KD4 is like, eh, I have KD3. All the way through, man. Ghetto Reporter, Legit, Fun, Michael and Quincy, 30, Hood to Hood, Recession Proof, Reminisce, Serious Interlude, I'm on Fire, even WTFS and Mates, who some people don't mess with. Once a Man, Twice a Child, Get Light. First time, beef, don't shoot. He didn't even have to put the bonus track on here. The bonus track is the worst song on the album. And I like the bonus track. King's Disease 2, Nas and Hit Boy. 10 out of 10. Go listen to that album, man. Oh, it's so good. It's so good. So again, quick recap. Novelist is uh, Vagabond. That's why I was saying it wrong. I put Vagabond. Vagabond EP is 8.5 out of 10. Her Loss by Drake and 21 Savage is 7 out of 10. And King's Disease 3 is a 10 out of 10. Chia. So there's some of your reviews right there. Some music for y'all to go check out if you haven't. I know you haven't listened to that Novelist EP. Go check out that Novelist EP. Go to his band camp. It's N-O-V. E-L-I-S-S. Go to my man's band camp and, and support him over there. Actually buy it directly from him and then stream it wherever you want to. That's what I did. I got Hanson Bain a copy, got myself a copy, and then I played it on Spotify. So sh sh shout out, man. Go check out that novelist, please. And, and then this is the order. Novelist, Nas, and then I guess Drake and 21 Savage. If you If you want to do that, that's fine. If you haven't listened to that already. Oh, oh man next topic all right blowing right on through the show here uh, so i got the urge not that long ago i was like you know you know what album i haven't listened to i haven't listened to talib quality's quality album in a long time and for me quality was my introduction to talib quality i heard the blast i knew black star but again, in case you don't remember, I came into hip-hop late, really got into it circa 1997, only had access via videos, and it wasn't until really I was able to make copies of CDs I was borrowing off of friends where I started listening to the classics and stuff. So Black Star was like, what, 98, I believe? So I, I saw the videos, I thought they were dope, and then I knew most had dropped Black on both sides. And I thought he was dope. And then I, I saw the blast. And was there another? I'm not going to look. I feel like there was another single from Reflection Eternal, from Train of Thought. 
And I thought that one was okay. I, there definitely was. And I thought that one was okay. I was like, oh, yeah, it's all right. It's all right. And the blast of the one was like, oh, man, this song's really good. This song's really good. But I know the whole album wasn't like that. So I wasn't in a hurry. So shout out to my man, Wes, uh, who turned 40 in October. Also, shout out to Steve, who turned 40 in October. Shout out to Ed, who turned 40 in October. Shout out to all my 40-year-old homies in the rock. Um, Wait. Ed turned 41 in October. No, Ed turned 40. Whatever. I, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I'm getting ahead of myself. Wes had the CD quality. And the only song I knew from it was uh, Waiting for the DJ because that was the first single off the album, if I recall correctly. Let's see. First single. Oh. Okay, the first single was Good to You and Put It in the Air. Both phenomenal songs. I forgot how good Good to You is. Kanye West on production. It is what it is. Put it in the air, produced by DJ Quick. Very, very, very good. Wait on the DJ grew on me, but as a, a single that was one rap city and stuff like that, I was like, oh, you know, waiting on the DJ too. And Bilal sings way better than that. I, I, I grew to respect it more and more as I grew to love this album and grew to love Tyler Quality. But I, I just, I don't know. I was like, oh, you know, it's cool. And so I, I would listen to his album every now and then. We were roommates. And I listened to, to Get By, of course. Get By was massive. And then I started listening to other songs. I was like, damn, I was like, this album's really good. Like, I was like, hey, can I borrow this and, uh, and make a copy? Or I actually made a copy at, at school. He's like, yeah, yeah, go whatever, whatever, make a copy. And I started listening to it. And this is, again, this is when I fell in love with Talib Kweli. And this era for me and Kweli, being a Kweli fan, was from here all the way up until, pro like, it was definitely the early Blacksmith music years. I want to say it was after the whatever his third album was called, because Beautiful Struggle was 2004. Um, oh, that's Most Death, oh, of course, Most Death discography. I don't want Most Death discography, but here we are. Um, um, eardrum. So I was with him all the way through some from quality all the way through eardrum was his solo albums. And then he had done black star 98 train of thought in 2000. And then he had, he had, he had done uh liberation with mad limb. I listened to liberation liberation. I like that a lot. I, I, I could go back and listen to liberation. Honestly, I, I wouldn't mind doing that. He did an album with styles P. Yeah, maybe, maybe I'll check that out. But this quality album, I re-listening to it, I didn't realize how much quality shaped me as a rapper in this time frame. Cause back then I swore up and down, Jay Z's my favorite rapper. And now I I, I will swear up and down, Jay Z's my favorite rapper, rapper, and he was. But. I wasn't trying to rap like Jay because <laughs> I couldn't, I couldn't, I couldn't talk about selling drugs. Hove did that. So if you don't got to go through that and I couldn't talk about being with the, being with the ladies. Cause at, at that point I was trying to get with angel and that was the only lady on my mind. Oh, and you, you know, I, I, I just, I could not rap about the same things that he was rapping about and that was fine. But what I, I did what up, you mutant miscreants? It is I, Oroko Saki, aka The Shredder, here to tell you about the Shredhead Podcast, starring me, The Shredder, and my best friend, my main brain, the brains of the outfit I'm talking about, Krang. Krang is there. He's my producer. We have a podcast. It's utterly ridiculous. It's an insane premise. Uh, to top it all off, I... I haven't even seen the Ninja Turtles in years, but we're primarily talking about hoops. Yes, the national, the national BA, the W national BA. Um, oh damn it! I've run into the lyrics. I'm sorry, but just check out the Shredhead podcast. It's me. It's crying. It's crazy. Was in a lot of my early music, which y'all cannot hear. Don't ask. Like on Minds Mixtape Volume 1, on Thunderstorm Mixtape, on Minds Mixtape Volume 2, and I kind of started getting away from them Volume 3 and kind of finding my own voice. I was always labeled myself early on, early on as a conscious rapper, and I was trying to mimic Talib is what I was trying to do. 
I was trying to say all that worldly, worldly stuff, not knowing any about any of it, just saying, oh, well, this should, this is the way things are, should be. And I'm taking cues from what I'm hearing from social rap. And my social rap radar at that time was Talib. And it was Talib, and then it, it grew into Kanye, early Kanye, and then uh, most Def, um, when he dropped uh, The Last Danger in 2004. Um, all there, There's more. All those rappers, common, common, a lot of common influence from like Water for Chocolate. All of that was really see I was soaking up all that game and I was like, oh I can rap about this. I can relate to this. I kinda I feel the same way. I believe everything these brothers are saying. I wanna rap the same way. So a huge influence on the first half of my actual recording career was Ta- was Talib Quali. And so going back and listening to quality, I gotta say, at first it it, it was a little off putting and I was a little disappointed. Because Goodbye is a monster. Goodbye is still a great song. Um, I listened to the remixes too, by the way. The OG, so much better than the remixes. I like Jay's verse a lot, but surprise, surprise. <laughs> also, I, I got to go back and talk about American Gangster. And I got to talk about Volume 1. Because last year was the 25th anniversary of that. American Gangster was the 15th anniversary for that. And... Yeah, I will go back and talk about all that. It it was it's in the plans. Case any of y'all are like, man, I really like it when Hyphen gets in his hove bag. Some of y'all are like, I wish he wouldn't get in his hove bag. Skip that one. Oh man. But you you know, I and then I got the shock body, and I was like, shock body's cool too. And then I got the gun music, and gun music was like, okay, gun music is the one that's like gun. I uh, started like kind of getting with it. I was like, all right, you know, gun gun music, actually, I do like gun music a lot here. And then I got to waiting for the DJ. And ironically enough, that gun music and then joy is what got me to settle in again. Because especially around this time, and he didn't do it so much on the Beautiful Struggle because I started Beautiful Struggle. And also it doesn't hold a candle to quality. I felt like he was trying to be more commercial. Also, I know he had massive leaks and he had to put out like two mixtapes of material that he couldn't put out commercially because of leaks of doper um songs and he had to go back in the studio and stuff like that and his most streamed song on spotify i think has never been in love before which is that just play song from the beautiful struggle great song but the songs he left on the cutting room floor they're they're out there somewhere i remember these mixtapes floating around so if you want to hear what the beautiful struggle should sound like. Go check that out. But Talib, he raps a certain way. He he raps fast. He raps a certain way. And then another thing I got from Talib, he tries to fit. And I don't know if he still does this. Talib, I know you're listening. I, I do enjoy some episodes of the People's Party. But Talib tried to fit so many words in a bar. And I got that habit for him. And I didn't break that habit until I started doing TikToks. And hearing myself force lyrics into a bar and try to speak and try to make it fit real good, which I did really well, which I did real good on Soon You Understand several times. If you listen to any of the 10 songs on Soon You Understand, you'll hear me try to fit too many words into a bar. And it works because I, 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 I did takes until I got all those bars in there. But now I'm finally able, after all this time rapping, I'm finally able to be like, okay. Let me take this out. <laughs> I don't need this word. Say it again. And then there's lots of space and I can breathe. And it, it's crazy. It, it's crazy. You you can hear it on my new song, Since, Since SYU, if you want to check that out. Streaming everywhere. But once I settled in and I got used to Talib's flow again, I really enjoyed the hell out of this album, man. And then I got to talk to you, little darling, featuring Bilal, which is this in the middle of this rap album, 2002, aesthetic backpacker. My man Talib's like, also, shout out to, and the Soulquarians are on this. That's funny. It had the Soulquarians written all over it. Talib was part of the Soulquarians collective, along with like Questlove and James Poyser and, and of course, the uh, Jay Dilla and D'Angelo and Erica Badu and Common. That whole collective that came together to make classic albums like um, voodoo and like the roots um phrenology i believe was that era 
Erica Badu's Mama's Gun, um, this album, Common Like Water for Chocolate, and um, Electric Circus, which I finally started listening to the other day and for the first time, and I was like, yeah, this is weird. But then I heard a song I was really into. I was like, you know what? This one works. But then I, I went something else. So this song, in the middle of this rap album, is a slow groove. And it's it, it you could pluck it right off of a 70s album. And it literally is effing music. It makes you want to grab your woman and be like, girl, I'm going to light some candles. I'm going to have us some dinner. We're going to talk a little bit. I'm going to pour you a little bit of wine. Then, girl, take you in this bedroom. I'm going to hit play on the CD player. We're going to listen to this song. I'm going to hit repeat. And then I might throw Lauryn Hill's Sweetest Thing in there and do a little programming. Remember you used to program CD players where you could play, program and play certain songs on a CD? I'm going to hit program on a CD. I did that once. It was for NSYNC's Gone. And it was for Lauryn Hill's Sweetest Thing. And I just had those songs on loop, man. I programmed it. And boy, when I tell you, it is a panty dropper. <laughs> but for real, he has this whole amazing slow jam middle of the album. And that's when I was like, I mean, I was already in by this point, but that's when I was like, I remember, I remember what made this album so special. And then he, he had the audacity, he had the audacity, let me get my regular voice back, had the audacity to go from that and be like, all right, I'm going to give you all that. Now, let me get Black Thought. Let me get Feral Monch. Let me get K West on the track. Gorilla Monsoon rap. Four minutes and thirteen seconds of bars. I like. I think they do eight bars each a verse, and then Kanye's on the hook. Gorilla Monsoon rap. All the show days like who that? Oh. I'm gonna do a I'm gonna do an episode about on I'm gonna do a dope episode about Gorilla Monsoon rap. You want to talk about rap? You want to talk about bars? You want to get the Funk Master Flex drop in there? Bars all the way through, man, all the way through. And then he follows it up with put it in the air. And one thing I love about DJ Quick, whenever DJ Quick works with a non-West Coast artist. DJ Quick's like, yeah, yeah, man, I got you. Quick, Quick's the name, baby. I don't know if he talks like that. But he's like, I got you. So so DJ Quick comes on. And he, he always gives it, this was like, and, and Talib's like, he, he literally hits it. He's like, if you're gonna put it in the air, if you're gonna put it in the air. And it's just that perfect DJ Quick funk sound and the first time i was exposed to it go ahead laugh tony tony tony's let's get down was the first time i heard a dj quick production that i remembered i'm sorry <laughs> but that was my dad really liked that one and i was like Man, that was really good and i found dj more about dj quick and i was like oh dj quick a rapper and a producer and, and then i learned more about his past and listened to some of his old stuff the game on his documentary two album he has a song with DJ Quick, and that thing is smoking, and this thing is smoking too. On my rap bucket list, if I could get a DJ Quick production, uh, I, I, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to message DJ Quick and be like, hey, hey, DJ Quick, how much for a beat, bro? R- real talk, just, just tell me the number so I know what I got to reach, please. Please. That, that's, on the, that's on the producer bucket list. And also coming later this year, the top 20 producers of all time. Top 20 hip-hop producers of all time. I'm going to leave it at that. Yeah. Also, in the comments, if you're watching this on YouTube, and if you are watching this on YouTube, I'd love if you took a minute to like the video and subscribe to the channel, Hyphen Universe, and leave a comment. And if you want to share the video with your friends, that'd be real dope. Uh, Because... Yeah, we're, we're close to 150 subscribers. I'm close to 150 subscribers. Technically, we, because I post WrestleCast content on here, and they're a big part of what I do on this channel, and I'm gracious. I'm very gracious. They allow me to post this stuff on my channel, 
and get all the nine monies that I'm getting right now and 150 subscribers. But whenever I get monetized, we'll have to talk, obviously, and we will. But <laughs> if you want to subscribe to the channel, that, that'd be hella dope. But, it, but in the comments, if you listen to this episode, you want to shoot me a message, let me know. Please let me know if you consider Jermaine Dupree more of a hip-hop producer or a R&B pop producer. Because he's had massive success on both sides. But would you say because he's had more success on the pop song side that he doesn't qualify as a rap producer? Maybe I'm overthinking it. Let, let me know. And to round out the quality discussion, from, from the middle of the album, after you get put in the air, he drops The Proud, which is still produced by Ayatollah, still one of the most raw without being over your head and also very accessible hip-hop songs about everything that's going on in the world talking about Timothy McVeigh and the towers falling and there was something else he mentioned in the second verse and he does an outstanding job and the hook is very powerful and that song is five minutes and six seconds and I can't skip it. It's so freaking good. Now, where where do we go? Now, the album kind of slows down a little bit here. Where where do we go is cool. Um, it, it's another song where he, he's, again, trying to, he's trying to touch on social topics. It works. But this one's skippable for me. Stands to the side, featuring novel and Vinya. Um, I shouldn't have been so confident. Vinya Mojica. Um, that that one's cool. It's cool. Um, I could skip that one. Also, now this one's long. Six minutes thirty two seconds for the song. I don't know why. I don't know why. Other than the fact that, but and it's sad though, because the only Jay Dilla songs on this whole album are both produced are both of those songs. Which may or may not lead into the discussion that I may feel like. Okay. Oh, that's funny. I was just having a discussion at work about how I don't consider Wizard of Oz a classic. But I wouldn't say it's a classic because other people think it's a classic. But at the same time, I personally have never been the biggest Jay Dilla fan. I know. I know what he contributed. I know what he did. But as far as moving me production-wise, he never really did it very often, other than like Water for Chocolate. So while I wouldn't say he's uh, like J classic, classics doesn't immediately jump to mind when it comes to Jay Dilla. I can't sit here and tell you that he is a, a class like one of the best producers of all time. Um, no, 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 I can, I can. I can say in my opinion that I don't think he's one of the best producers of all time. That's my opinion, though. Historically, he's regarded as one of the best producers of all time. That's just my opinion. I know what he did. I know how important he is to hip-hop in this era. And I do like some of his production. But I just don't see the the goat when I listen to Jay Dilla. I don't hear the goat. Last two songs on the album. Produced by K West and Super Dave West. Good to you flips that Al Green sample so beautifully and Talib rips it. Hey yo, my silent moments, loud as the crack of thunder. And he just goes four minutes, 21 seconds, fire. I'ma be good to you. And then call it skill, call my name. Favorite song in the album. And then my personal favorite the one that's most personal to me, Won't You Stay featuring Kendra Ross, is literally about a relationship Ty Lib is trying to have with a young lady. And I listened to, discovered this song when I was trying to get in a relationship with Angel. And she was, and we were like, I had pretty much fallen head over heels for her in 2002, late 2002, no, early 2002, went back home, fell out of touch other some phone calls. Um, she decided she's going to go to WVU um, to get in her education program early and I was going back to Tongue State and I just knew I was in love with her and I wanted to be with her and I couldn't do that because I was carless and stuck in Cape Bridge and had a little part-time job and so I would listen to this song and it 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 really spoke to me at that time 
And then for it to work out the way it did, to hear it 20 years later, 21 years later, whenever I played this, it, it came full circle, man. And it was a beautiful thing. So thank you, Talib Kweli Green, for the album quality. I love this album. I think it's incredible. Happy belated birthday. <laughs> I only said that because I'm looking at it on Wikipedia. So, wow. What an album. I encourage you to go revisit it or visit it for the first time if you have it. Now, last topic. I got a, I got a Blu-ray digital copy of a film for Christmas from Matthew. He sent me my very own copy of a little ditty called Everything Everywhere All at Once. And for some reason, I'm on the soundtrack. Well, I'm on the soundtrack. And I tap something. And so I, 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 ripped my, I got my digital copy on all my formats, got it on the Fire Sticks, and I sat down to watch it. And I was at the scene right as Jamie Lee Curtis's character Deidre, Boba Dre, Boba Dre, what a name. Just as Jamie Lee Curtis's character Deidre standing up to go back and talk to Wayman and Evelyn and to Gong Gong before, real, like, and this is obviously spoilers, 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 spoilers. I count to 14. One, two, three, four. Five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten, eleven, twelve, thirteen, fourteen. Okay. This is obviously after Evelyn has already went to the closet with alternate universe Wayman, and after alternate universe Wayman um, gets killed the first time by. Um, this is why I'm looking at it. By Jobu, Tupaki, Tupaki. So Evelyn's already seeing some weird stuff. But then as soon as she stood up, I texted the Rasselcast group, which is was at the time it was Kat and Nav and Handsome Bane and Mark Rob. And I was like, I'm in love with Jamie Lee Curtis's character already in this movie. And Handsome Bane's like, you're watching it? I'm like, yeah, but I'm only so many minutes in, like 20 minutes in. And I didn't get to finish it that day. And so the rest of my weekend was spent trying to watch this film. And I finally got through it, like maybe a, a couple nights later. I sat down and had a few drinks and I watched it. This film, this film has to be, has to be in my top 10. That's off of one full viewing. And that's after rewatching the first 20 minutes to half an hour multiple times because I tried to get Angel to watch it and she started watching it, but then um, she went to bed. So she, I still have another watch with her coming. This movie deserves every praise it's gotten. Novelists have been all over it. Mark Rob's been all over it. Handsome Bane was all over it. You know me late to the party. I'm all over it now. This movie and the concepts and the delivery it presents, it's incredible. It speaks to so many different topics. It speaks to homophobia. It speaks to feeling like you were never loved by your parents. It speaks to marriage and trying to make a marriage work or realizing a marriage is ended. It speaks to letting go. A huge part of this movie is about letting go. That's what Evelyn finally does in this movie. Michelle Yeoh. Mind-blowing. Every version of Evelyn she played, even Hot Dog Fingers, is incredible. Incredible is not even a word. The word has not been created to explain how, how good she is in this film. Wayman, I didn't realize who he was um, 
until like right before I watched it. Somebody's like, oh, Indiana Jones and Goonies. And so I was like, oh, I'm like, oh, shoot, it's Wayman. I mean, it's Short Round and whatever his name was in Goonies. I can't remember right now. I'm not looking. I'm in the moment. Wayman's performance is incredible. The martial arts, the martial arts in this movie feed it into my effing veins. I love martial arts. And I know, I know y'all want, I get enough flack for not having the anime side of, of the of the black nerd but i love martial arts again one of my other one of my favorite films and you know i'm like yeah of course you like that one yeah because a white guy made it mm. kill bill 2 i love kill bill 1 and kill bill 2 if you ever puts down the other whole damn affair like it's supposed to be i would love that but whatever but kill bill 1 kill bill 2 Top 10 films. Kill Bill 1 is definitely top 15, if not top 10. Kill Bill 2 is top 5. I can watch that movie ad nauseum. When Bill and Beatrix are having that conversation at the table, and he's talking about the comic books, and that that scene is worth everything that she's gone through in the movie to have that dialogue. I, I'm, I'm here for that dialogue. I love me some juicy, real dialogue between two characters that's one of the reasons why i love kevin smith and that's one of the main reasons i love tarantino yes tarantino tarantino it's problematic hugely problematic i can't i can't ignore that i i know he is but i love the man's dialogue so another reason i love death proof there are long scenes of the girls talking beginning of that movie where nothing else is happening other than a dialogue and i love it I love it. Feed it into my veins. That's the episode title, by the way. Um, let's see if I remember that. Feed it into my veins. I'll remember because I'm going like this. Feed it into my veins. Oh, man. Jamie Lee Curtis is incredible in this movie. <laughs> the humor, humors, it's so funny. And you don't expect it. Like, Angel is dying at... at um. Joe Joe Boo pulling out the dildos and taking out the car with the dildos, man. And then of course the rocks. When they turn themselves into rocks they're in the rock universe and you're just reading the captions and how it intersperses between their natural language and English. Wonderful. The world feels despite all the craziness, Evelyn and Wayman's world feels very real. Also, shout out to um, Jenny Slate, man. Always love me a good Jenny Slate appearance. I think she's wonderful. Oh, you like Yes. Yeah. Yeah, I said it. Sheesh. Why is this blinking over here on OBS? It really helps to remember when I click off of a off of my doll, it stops my recording. So I just lost like me checking OBS for no random reason. This whole movie is so good. Bro, <laughs> they even parody Ratatouille, and I love Ratatouille, man. It's probably, it's it's one of my favorite Pixar movies. I'm actually going to go to the letterbox here, like Mark Rob would do. Let me see, because I do have a list of, um, I do actually have a list of Pixar films. So let me, I have one list, Pixar movies, Ratatouille's not as high as I thought. Okay, Ratatouille's currently 10. Huh, Inside Out, Up, Monsters, Inc., Toy Story 3, Finding Nemo, Incredibles, Brave, Toy Story, Wally. Okay, I, I love Ratatouille. I'm sorry, I lied. It's a top 10 Pixar film. That That's why we make lists. Now I see why Mark Rob does it. I see why it's so vital to his vital information. And I'm Lori Beth Denberg. I, 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 I can't sell this movie enough to you. It's winning awards, phenomenal cast. Go see why it's on Showtime now because the Fire Six constantly saying, watch it on Showtime. Go watch everything, everywhere, all at once. Go just sit a chunk, a chunk, sit a chunk of time out from your day and go watch this movie. Go watch that movie. Shout out to you, Derek, and shout out to you, Tom. 
10 out, no, 50 out of 10. Amazing film. Absolutely amazing. Some crazy things happen in it, but it all makes sense in the way they pull it together. I promise you, the Daniels did their damn thing. Go watch that movie. Hyphen Nation is brought to you by Hyphen Podcast Group. Hyphenpodcastgroup.com. I I need to read the tagline. I need to read y'all the tagline because I have a tagline. And I want to read it to y'all because it's been so dang long since I read y'all the tagline. So let me just search Hyphen Podcast Group, Podcast 101, on my Google. Good friends, good podcasts, good network. The excellence of audio execution, hyphen podcast group. Why is there so many goods? I don't know. Because I feel like, I truly feel like that's what we've become. We're all friends. We make good podcasts, good to great podcasts. I feel like they're all great, but I'm biased. And it's a good network, a good podcast network that's still holding strong going into year six now, which is crazy. Crazy to me. Hyphenpodcastgroup.com. Also, Hyphen Nation is brought to you by the MarkRob.wordpress.com. My man Mark Rob wrote a, a new piece over there uh, about the whale starring Brendan Fraser. Uh, very thought provoking stuff. Um, I know he's constantly writing. I'm hoping that he gets more material out there. But Hyphen Nation has always been brought to you by Mark Rob. Again, that's the M A R C R O B dot WordPress dot com. Go check out my guy, please and thank you. Again, if you're listening to this on Apple Podcasts or on Spotify, if you want to give five stars, that'd be great. If you want to leave a review, that would be great. Good or bad, I will read it on the show. The more reviews you give and the more stars you give, the more people will find out about the Barack Obama approved world's greatest podcast, especially now that I'm planning on coming back weekly. Let's do this thing together. Hell yeah. Okay. If there's a podcast listening platform out there that you like, such as Pocky Cast for some reason, Derek, if you can't get your show, this show, on there, please reach out to me and let me know. Or another hyphen podcast group show, let me know, and I will get that fixed for you, a sappington. Okay? With that said, if you want to reach out to me, many ways you can do it hyphen at gmail.com. That's B-H-Y-P-H-E-N. On Twitter, at hyphen On Instagram, the hyphen On Facebook, hyphen universe. If you want to go through the hyphen podcast group route, that's hyphen pie group on Twitter, hyphen pie group, hyphen podcast group on Instagram, hyphen podcast group on Facebook, and hyphen podcast group at gmail.com. Any of those sources, you can do it. Put your fingers into it. <laughs> I'm a child. Okay. The power of positivity is real. Get that negativity out of your life. No matter what it may be, no matter what you have to do, you got to do you. Absolutely. Positively. Yes. I've done it. It's very hard to do. It's hard to maintain. But just because we love someone does not mean they have to be in your life bringing you down and bringing negativity. Don't do it. Don't do it. Try to have genuine interactions with people. You never know what the next man or woman is going through. And your kind gesture, your kind interaction could save their life or someone else's. You just never know. And with that said, I don't know why I'm talking with my hands, but that's what we're doing now. With that said, call your mom, call your dad, call your brother, call your sister, call your cousins, call your aunts, text them, email them, telegram them. Write them a letter, send them a Facebook message, send them a DM, uh, hit them up on WhatsApp if you're into WhatsApp. Let them know how much they mean to you, man. You never know. Again, RIP Jay Briscoe. You never know when it's your time to go. And so you should always be telling people how much they mean to you. And then also while you're at it, give people their flowers while, I don't know why I looked over there. Give people their flowers while they're still there here, man. It's very important. Tell them how much they mean to you. Tell, tell them they did a good job on something. I'm going to steal this. I'm going to do it. Catch them doing something right. It don't matter. Hey, I, I really appreciate it that you took the time to 
clean clean the kitchen, take out the garbage. You know, I appreciate that you took time to talk to me uh, when I called you, and uh, and even for fifteen minutes. Hey, man, thanks for taking time out. I appreciate you getting back to me uh, about that question I had um, and responding to me about uh, your podcast, even though I hate your podcast. I, I do appreciate it. Things like that. Give people their flowers while they're still here, man. Super duper important. Can't say that enough. God. <laughs> this is always my favorite part of the show. Anytime I finish a pod, right before I do the official sign off, just that moment where it's like, mission accomplished. We got them. Finger guns. It just, it's just, it's always, it's so good to be back. And I, I'm planning on being with y'all a lot more in 2023. So I'm looking forward to it, man. Thank you to each and every one of y'all that listen to the sound of my voice, who hit play when you see there's a new episode out, who subscribed, who's hitting subscribe now, who's putting money in my Patreon. If you um donated to my extra life stream, I'm going to be doing more extra life streams this year because your boy don't want to stay up 24 hours on extra life day anymore on game day. He wants to try to get his 24 hours in prior and then on game day, he can party with the homies. And then when he's ready to crash, he's going to crash. That's what's going to happen this year. Another thing. So we're going to look out for streams. Twitch.tv slash B underscore hyphen. I really do appreciate y'all, man. It, it means a lot. It means the world. And I can't thank y'all enough for being here. So, with all of that said, I say all that to say this. Thanks, y'all. This is a hyphen podcast production. Are you not entertained?